good afternoon and good evening wherever you are. Welcome to the Driving My Mind podcast. This is your host, Derek. And uh, if you haven't checked out Your Right and I, my YouTube channel, please go ahead and do so now. I've had all my various car show exploits, interviews, all the good stuff, even some vlog foolery. I went on a, a taco run on Cinco de Mayo out in uh, Paris in the little taco block that they have, and it was phenomenal, and it was lights that day. I've seen that block just covered row upon row upon row of taco trucks. So if you're uh, in the mood for some uh, bomb taco carts, taco stations, Check out the Paris Taco Block. Check out my video on your ride and I. But if you're not into my YouTube channel, that's okay. You're into my podcast even better. So I want to talk about today breaking into the car scene. So you have your group of friends. You have your cool car. What do you do next? Take it from personal experience. I always thought, man, it was it would be so cool if I can just be part of a community, be part of like a tuner culture, car scene, yada, yada, yada. Well, I've done it. I kind of just delve, uh, dove headfirst right into it. And I definitely have some advice for those maybe a little more shy, a little more timid about getting into it and not looking like a fool or doing it the wrong way, quote unquote, because there really isn't. But I would say that there are some guidelines into not making yourself look like a fool, not making yourself appear uh, arrogant or ignorant. Um, I, I was definitely worried about that because the cars have changed so much since the early 2000s until now. And I honestly didn't know what would be cool out there. Um, I'm sitting on my 96 Nissan 240. I have my S2000 and I wasn't sure like, you know, like if that would be cool. And thankfully, at least in the car community in the Inland Empire, people appreciate that. And I'm happy to hear that. So let's talk about breaking into the car community. Let's start with number one social media. Now, myself, I don't have social media, mostly for job related reasons. But I have fake accounts or dummy accounts. Namely, they're just like my old accounts that I don't use any longer. And I have found all these meets mostly through social media. Um, and what's great about it is when you subscribe to one place or you follow someone on IG, it'll start giving you those recommendations, that algorithm or whatever they're doing, those cookies that are following you and tracking you. They give you those good recommendations. And so um, primarily my first, first, first ever car meet I went to was Detail Garages Cars and Coffee. Now I know uh, the person that works there, uh, one of the employees, Ray, Mustang Ray, and um, I used to work with him at AutoZone. And so, you know, it would be nice to kind of catch up with them and follow along with them. And then I noticed that they have their cars and coffee. And so when I went on IG, Instagram, and I followed Marietta Detail Garage, I mean, there it would be posted. And I was like, you know what? Let's go check it out. And 
that's where I started vlogging. I mean, that was my first, first, first ever episode. Got my GoPro from Costco and just put in the work, right? And you should see that first video. I'm just like the shyest, most timid guy. I don't know how to make jokes. I don't know how to do anything. You know, it's kind of like I, I was just so camera shy and um, learning how to vlog and film, which is uh, uh, could definitely be another episode. But I would say you, you have to have a social media just in order to find some of these events, even the ratchet crazy ones that, you know, you shouldn't be going to. Um, they're always posted. The addresses are going, the the, the time, the TBAs, right? Um, you, you definitely got to follow one or two and then more will pop up. Local car scene, definitely a good following on their IG and they promote a lot. And that was my second or third meet that I attended um, was their big show that's actually coming up this month. I can't wait, May 20th. So get a social media. You don't have to have a real one necessarily, but definitely finding those um, websites and those followers and followings, you'll, you'll get to connect with um, the things that are local to you. Uh, next, have a good car platform. So I mentioned my 96 Nissan 240, my, my Honda S2000. Um, you definitely... I, I, I struggle with some of these guys that bring their um, Honda Civic DX. Now, I'm not talking about like the cool ones, like the hatches or whatever. I'm literally talking about like a regular old like 2002 Honda Civic DX. And, and uh, you know, it's already sunburned and beaten down to hell. And maybe they put a DC Sports intake on it. I'm not too sure, but it's kind of like... Look, I understand run what you brung. And, and I say that a lot in my videos, but is Honda Civic DX really what you're all about? You know, it's kind of like, I think you should more be focused on finding inspiration, saving your money and, and getting a build that you rightfully deserve, um, depending on what kind of enthusiast you are. Um, I see some of these people with... Um, some some type of beater that you know like a, like a Kia a Kia Optima and they put a body effects kit on it and so the looks the looks actually is is kind of cool but then you notice that it's a Kia Optima with a body effects kit <laughs> and you're like you know I'm not I'm not one to judge or hate hey you you're you're doing you but at the same token, it's kind of like, why are you putting money into this? It's not a good platform. Um, it's no different than modding like a like a maybe something modern like a Toyota CHR, which I saw one today, and honestly, I think they're kind of cool. But you know, it's an anemic four cylinder with a CVT, no manual transmission option, and and I'm thinking to myself, like it had an exhaust on it, and it was like. That's the type of car, a CVT four-cylinder, anemic four-cylinder. Why on earth would you put an exhaust on that? It, it, it doesn't, to me, it just doesn't make sense. I would imagine like some wheels kind of put some airbags or like lower it and maybe find some body effects. Hell, the eBay special. Honestly, that, that would kind of look cool on a CHR, you know? But you're, you're, you're trying to add performance or sound to something that just 
doesn't deserve it. So definitely look for a right platform. And it could be a, a civic hatch, right? Those civic uh, CXs, you know, the EGs or something like that. Isn't Donut Media doing like a, a, like a $500 salvage civic hatch thing, right? Something like even that will give you more credibility or at the very least a good platform to start with. Um, because I worry with some of these kids. Now, don't get me wrong. Again, financial situations, burdens, costs. If this is their pride and joy, I'm not taking anything away from you on that. But I'm just wondering, it's kind of like, wouldn't it be better off just saving that money as opposed to hopping up your Kia Optima? You be the, the, the decider on that. So... Definitely start with a good platform and it doesn't have to be perfect. It could be a salvage. It could be beat to heck, but just make sure it's something that you're willing to, to put a little like pride into it and that other enthusiasts can connect with. Right. Um, because I don't know, man, <laughs> a sunburnt 2002 Honda Civic, uh, with a DC sports intake. I don't know about that. <laughs> Next. Build your knowledge around cars. Now, I'm not asking you to be the next Tej or Paul Walker or anything, Dominic Toretto, any of that stuff. But, you know, for me, I was fortunate enough to go to a high school that featured auto shop and the eight different kind of categories that uh, were able that you were able to like kind of focus and narrow in on and hopefully take your ASEs and, and get some experience and become a, a, a certified technician, a master tech. If you put in the years, um, I took those ASE tests, by the way, and they kicked my butt. I was like two questions away from passing the electrical one, which I heard was like one of the hardest ones. But dude, I, I, I couldn't figure out that stuff because it's a lot of old school kind of mechanic stuff, not even technician stuff. We're talking about like old school, like <laughs> ridiculous um, kind of questions that you really have to understand what a motor is and how it functions in order to pass it. So I'm not asking you to get to that level, but you know, you should be able to do your own research. I did, a, I learned a lot from freaking Honda Tuning Magazine. I kid you not. And they would have those tech sections that I would just read over and over and over again and try to connect the dots and connect the pictures. And this is, again, 2003, 2004. You know, broadband internet was barely becoming a thing. And the, the knowledge that, you know, I was trying to get from, I could only through it, go, uh, go through it through magazines and um uh, books and things of that nature. I wasn't very internet savvy at the time. And so I definitely recommend elucidating yourself in, in terms of the, the car knowledge. And what's wonderful is that we are internet savvy now. We have wonderful libraries in our local area. And most importantly, you know, there's YouTube University, right? You can start learning a lot of things about cars and how they work and how they function in order to say, you know what, you know, this body effects may look cool, but in my time attack, it's only adding weight. It's not helping with my arrow, right? So there you go, right? You can you can start to judge and balance things out for yourself. Now, if you're just looking for strictly show, go out and have fun, right? But if you're doing the time attack or if you're heading out to uh uh, streets of Willow, and, and you know you're hitting uh, uh, above legal speeds, right? 
you know, you need to start thinking about aerodynamics, smoothing out the under tray, you know. Um, I remember seeing a, an, an article recently, right? Like air travels through the path of least resistance, right? So when people take out the under trays in order to, you know, change their oil quicker or um, mess around with things underneath, you're making this like balloon effect underneath your car and it's ruining your aerodynamics and, and you're not going to accelerate fast enough. You're going to lose gas mileage. If that's something you worry about all those little things, I, I thought like, wow, like I hope people are studying and reading and learning about this. So again, take the time, learn things, learn about the different oil weights and the pros and cons of a lighter oil versus a heavier oil. Um, Again, everyone defaults to manufacturer recommended, right? And there's nothing wrong with that. But, you know, if you're in the middle of a a, a Minnesota winter and you're putting a 1060, good Lord, <laughs> like you're going to spin a bearing or something, right? Um, or if you're on the track and you're running a 0W16, what on earth do you think you're doing, right? Out here in the desert. So think about... What think about the car knowledge that's available to you that you can start learning and researching and doing things on your own. And don't, please, for the love of God, don't be the forum monkey or reading everything that you see on the forums. It's kind of like the blind leading the blind. Some people, it's more about opinion. Some people will profess that they have a background in this and that and blah, blah, blah. I really strongly encourage you to take the forum jockers and monkeys as a, a grain of salt, right? Um, I, I'm sure that there's several of them that are very uh, wise in their in their ways and, and all that. But I'm telling you, there's nothing that beats a good book with proven research and um, um, sources. And, and you know, it's like common, it's like common sense from from high school, right, people? So check your sources. Don't be the forum guy. YouTube University is totally fine. And then go get a book. Get something and read for yourself and start researching. If you can take an automotive class, I know that the MSJC has one out in a Hemet San Jacinto, right? Go do that. That'd be awesome. Have an instructor who's been there, done that, teach you and show you those ways. When I worked for Honda, I had a mentor that taught me and showed me the ways of doing things and would at time explain the why, but we were mostly out to try to make some money, right? Um, Next, be realistic with money, time, and friends. And I'm no financial guru or expert. I, I think I've done pretty well. But if you know, if many of you know me, I'm very, very cheap. <laughs> okay. So I'm a hoarder. I save my money. I try to just, you know, I wear shit clothing. <laughs> you know, it's like I I'm very frugal so I can buy the things that I want to buy and get the good things, right? Buy once, cry once. Uh as uh, they always like to say, and it always makes us frustrated to hear. But, you know, again, you're watching your money and, and knowing, take you back to when I bought my DA9 and I saved up all my money. And uh, I went to, uh, that's a Acura Integra, an 92 Acura Integra, for those that don't know, a DA9. And I was so excited. I, was, I, was, I went to America Tire. I got a wheel and tire package from Koenig with a Neato, uh, uh, Neo Neogen tires, I think I remember that. And I was just so excited, so happy. I already put KYB uh, struts with an iBox suspension kit. I mean, this car was looking clean. I was so excited. 
correct it within the day. You know, it can all go out like that. And it was uh, it, the subframe started to come off uh, and um, just the chassis was it needed to be rewelded and redone. It, it was it was pretty awful on on my part. And literally it happened within a day. Worse. You know, that's what happens when you give a 17 year old a cool car. Right. And so be be just aware that are you willing to take this financial hit are you willing to spend this amount of money knowing that you're probably going to get little to none of it back okay and time i i appreciate everyone out there in the car scene car community that invests a lot of time in going to those shows in bringing their cars wiping everything down making it look good staying from from you know 9 to 12 or from 8 to 3 or 9 to 11. I mean, you guys are awesome. You guys what is what makes this place special. It's like a it's like a meeting your date for coffee, right? But some of these guys, you know, they're every single day and every single meet and I'm just like how in the world do you do it, man? <laughs> like do you go to school? Do you have a job? Does your schedule just work here? Do you work from home maybe? I don't know. But to me, it's kind of like Time is something you can't get back. Time is the most valuable asset that anyone has. And we all have the same 24 hours at the end of the day. What are you doing with your 24 hours? I hope you're doing something productive for yourself, for the community, for your family. And sometimes maybe going to that one car meet just isn't, you know, the wise thing to do. Maybe go read a book, right? Or maybe go to the gym. I need to go to the gym, right? Or, or do your, your studies or your, your work, right? Get a little bit better in some of those things. And friends, friends are definitely something that can really hurt people. Uh, I'm more of a, a keep in my shell, keep in my bubble kind of person. Uh, I don't have very many friends and the friends I do have are very, very close to me. Um, but there's a lot of friends out there or a lot of people in the car community that are going to influence you and they're going to perhaps make you do some of the ratchet stuff that you shouldn't be doing, right? Or they're going to they're gonna encourage you to, yeah, dude, go ahead and get those airbag suspensions. Put it on a credit card, right? Let future Emmanuel worry about it, <laughs> you know? And it's kind of like, dude, no. Like, like you got to have people that keep you grounded and... um don't get me wrong. I want some Mugen MF10s or 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 some freaking BBS wheels. But a true friend, at least for me, will tell me, "Do you really need to drop 8k on some wheels, or do you need to worry about paying off your credit card or you know putting a little more money into your mortgage?" Again, maybe I'm sounding like an old man. I'm in my mid 30s. I don't know, but. It's uh, friends can friends and peer pressure can be a real bad thing. And especially in the car community where you can just envelop yourself with time, with money, with with women, apparently all these car hopping bunnies, you know, it's kind of like I'm trying to stay away from any of that stuff. So be aware of that. Be aware of, you know, being realistic with your money, time and friends for sure. Um couple more uh set a good example you know respect versus diss people and that's what like my youtube channel is all about i try to give props and respect to to everybody right no matter what your build no matter what you bring to the table um just for the fact that you're there you know i give you mad props and respect and uh, i i just really hope that 
you know, you're setting yourself up as a good example for for the younger kids out there to watch and follow. And there you are hot boxing in your FRS, like, you know, looking like a fool. And it's kind of like it just frustrates me because that's not the type of community and that's not everybody necessarily in there. But it's like, why, why can't you wait till you go home to smoke your brains out, you know, or like um, people that uh, that incessantly rev on their way out or on their way in. Don't get me wrong. You hear a Mustang V8, uh, I'm all for it, right? And maybe one or two, you know, that sounds cool. It sounds reasonable for me, right? But, you know, for the people that are trying to draw that attention, again, I totally understand it. I was 18, 19 years old. I have two Rockford Fosgate T1s, 1200 watts RMS. Like, I get it. I was a sucker for attention. I loved going to the donut shop, just bumping in my Honda Accord. But, you know, especially at the car meets, when, when we're trying to be mindful and respectful of other people, like, just just think about what you're doing. Quit the weed smoking. Do it at the house. Do a couple of revs. Play that one Drake song on, on full bass. And then stop. <laughs> that's That's what I'm asking of you. And for other people to to recognize, right? Because it's not all about you. We get it, you know? And that's where that stereotype of, oh, his ween must be really big, right? That's where that comes from. And it's kind of like, look, I'm more about the car and the car culture. And it's, it's I bring up the issue with like the car bunnies, right? And uh, it's like, uh, if you're a UFC guy, uh Khabib Nurmagomedov, right? He says ring girls are the biggest, like, waste of time and completely unnecessary in the UFC. And as much as, you know, Ariana Celeste looks fantastic, right? I think that's her name. <laughs> like, he's completely right. I don't need to see some super duper model hot chick we going around the ring waving a sign to tell me what round it is. Like, I don't care. You're obviously hot. I'm obviously straight. You're the woman of my dreams. And I want all of you. But I don't need to see you. <laughs> like, I, I want to see the fight, right? And so when you're in this car community and, and you know, you got your mid-drift, you, you know, your little nips are hard or something. I was like, everybody, well, what are, I, I don't need to see that. I don't, I don't care to see that. I, I care about the cars. You want to impress yourself. You want to do, and I understand that it's kind of ingrained in the car community. But to me personally, unless you're a a real freaking model, like keep keep that stuff at at the house, dude. Keep it for your man. Keep it for your boyfriend. That's where he'd pretty much appreciate it. You know, like what is, is there like a Drake song that he says that like uh, if you don't have a, a million followers, like don't even talk to me or something like that. Right. Like you're not a real model. Yeah. Let, let, let's keep you in that category. And I could be wrong. Maybe I'm just hating, you know, or maybe I sound misogynistic. I don't know. I just feel like you do you at the end of the day. But to me, it doesn't it doesn't help the car community. So you can flame me on that if you want. And then lastly, vlog, right? That's why I got into it. Not only because my doctor told me I needed to get exercise, but it's an opportunity for you to, to capture the moments at the car show, to, to play it for yourself when you're in the shower. Like, 
like some of the fun things that you saw, what you did, right? And and um, you know, listen to yourself and listen to what you like, what you dislike, and 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 appreciate everyone's builds. Like, and you don't need a GoPro, you don't need a three thousand dollar camera. You can use your phone. It's all that good stuff. But definitely capture some of these moments and and. You can upload them and you don't have to publish them even, but it's a matter of just recapturing and rekindling some of the positive things that our community has to offer. And like I said, who knows? Maybe you'll get a viral video, right? Maybe you'll uh, you'll see some car show bunny like uh, that was nobody and now they have a million followers and like Drake's dating her, right? I, I don't know, right? But definitely vlog take a moment to to reflect on what you see and and the people around you and again i like to meet with people i like to talk about their ride that's why my channel is your ride and i because i want to hear everyone's story and so i hope that this helps you or help those that are kind of timid or nervous into breaking into the car scene or, or at least getting yourself into it i hope that this gives you some um encouragement and uh Get out there. Whether you have a car, truck, I, the Jeep, monthly Jeep meets, I freaking love them, okay? Um, but get out there and show off your ride. Do good in the community and don't be that one D-head. Okay, I'll leave it at that. Thank you guys so much. Thank you for driving my mind. Please drive your mind. Stay positive. Stay on the up and up. And we'll catch you guys in the next one.